and welcome back to the Fit and Fears podcast. Do you know, I just started recording that and I'd not even press record. Like, sometimes I just wonder how I function at day-to-day life. But, exciting episode today. I'm going to be talking about my two passions. Um, so today, I thought I'd talk to you about my tradey life, my tradey journey, and also why fitness is super important if you are a female in the trades or a male in the trades if you're listening to this um but yeah so I'll just give you a bit of background first because I always get asked I always find it dead fascinating how like other women got into trade life just because growing up so my dad was an electrician right and growing up I can remember being in like infant school and them asking us what we wanted to be when we grew up and I had friends who like vets doctors nurses like all of these things and I was like I don't know don't know I just I couldn't tell you whenever somebody asked me I just didn't have a clue what I wanted to be and then that happened in the school junior school secondary school I just never had a clue and then when I finished and oh sorry this is this is where I was going that I was getting ahead of myself um but during all that time it never ever got suggested to me to become a tradie ever um I can't remember if they actually gave us any suggestions or kind of just like let us pick on a whim or whatever I don't remember, I don't, I don't remember what, what the boys in my school picked, um, but I don't remember Tradie ever being offered as something to, like, us females, um, and I never thought that, even though my dad was a Tradie, I kind of was just like, oh yeah, must be a man's job, like, do you know what I mean, it's one of those things, like, I don't, I don't think I ever thought that, but I just never thought about it as a career, but then it could have been because I just didn't have a clue what I wanted to do, and then I hit secondary school, I did GCSEs, still didn't have a clue what I wanted to do I literally picked my GCSEs on how much I enjoyed them that was it so I picked PE because I absolutely loved sport I picked what else did I pick for GCSEs oh god history one because I was good at history when I started secondary school I ended up hating history in the end um oh god oh textiles I loved being like doing stuff with my hands crafty love textiles and there was one more (coughs) but I can't remember what it was um Oh, God. Oh, drama. I did like drama. Um, So, yeah. Oh, that was it. I think when I was a kid, I used to say, like, I wanted to be an actress on EastEnders, which was dead funny because... So, EastEnders, for, like, those of you who aren't from the UK or don't know about it, is, like, a soap opera. Um, And, yeah, really funny because I literally was one of the shyest kids ever. Like, I wouldn't speak to any adults I didn't know. So, yeah, how I was ever going to do that. And I used to shit myself. Like, I used to do a little acting school thing of a weekend and we used to put on shows and I used to shit myself going on stage for it so yeah how I ever thought I was going to become an actress no clue um and then yeah did GCSEs passed those and then I was like I don't know what to do I don't have to go to college I don't know whether to do A levels I had no clue what to do and I felt so under pressure to try and decide and I didn't want to get an apprenticeship because I didn't know what I wanted to do so I went to college for an open day um and this was back when you didn't have to carry on school after 16 but yeah so I went there for an open day and it was like this outdoor activity stuff and all I could remember thinking was oh my god I'm going to be so cold (laughs) no and everyone was like yeah I think you should do it I think you'd be so good at it and I was just like no no don't want to do it I ended up going to college doing a levels um hated them absolutely hated them um 
I did law, business, photography and psychology. All things that I thought were going to be dead interesting. And to me, they really, really were not. Um, yeah, and I don't think some of the teachers helped either. Some of the teachers were really, really nice, don't get me wrong. But there was like one, one that I just wasn't a fan of. Um, yeah, and then obviously when I went on holiday to Egypt, I decided to move over there and my mum had to go in. So I literally, I got home at the beginning of August from Egypt. I flew back a few a week before my first AS level results came in and my mum had to go pick them up and bless her bless her cotton socks I think she went in there she just cried um picking them up um but for me it was the best thing I ever did I do not regret regret quitting school whatsoever to go over there um one because and then I always thought that maybe I just like wasn't that clever or intelligent anyway so come back to the UK eight years later after working in Egypt for all that time and when I was over there I'd started thinking about becoming an electrician and I don't know what got me onto that or how I got onto that way of thinking but I was like oh I could potentially do this um anyway and then I think I spoke to my dad about it my brother as well at this time I'd started working with my dad as an electrician as well and I think I said to speak to my dad about it and I think his words were like what do you want to do that for um probably because I had never ever spoke about it ever before in my whole entire life and he's probably like why why is she doing this now anyway so I moved back to the UK did I become an electrician straight away no of course I didn't I started working in a pizzeria <laughs> so I worked in this Italian restaurant my sister got me the job um a funny story actually when I moved back to the UK my luggage had been left in Egypt so I had no luggage and I had an interview I think I said this on the first one maybe my, uh, I had an interview um, a few days later for a receptionist job in a dentist, in a doctor's, doctor's surgery, I think it was. Uh, I had to wear my sister's clothes and she's like tiny and I'm really tall. So that was fun. I didn't get that job either. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I applied for loads of jobs. I didn't get any jobs and I was just like, fuck's sake. So my sister was working in this Italian restaurant. So she got me a job in there and I loved it. Absolutely loved the people I worked with. I had so much fun. And then I was like, oh, I need a career. And then I worked um, in a local swimming pool as a lifeguard. And then I think that's when I decided to become a personal trainer. And then somebody told me that being a personal trainer wasn't really going to lead to a career. And that I let them, you know, let my brain think like them. So then I moved to Manchester, the north of England, in with my friend. And um, another one of my friends got me a job as a receptionist in a hotel. Loved, loved the team that I worked with. Like, lovely, lovely people. Met some really nice people hated being a receptionist um and I was just like I need to find a career like because otherwise I'm just going to bounce from job to job and that's what I didn't want and I was like I think I need to find a career like I don't know what to do so anyway spoke to my dad about becoming an electrician and I can remember him saying to me like he wanted to retire so he didn't want to take me on as an apprentice because it would mean he'd have to stay in the job longer so he was like I'll take you on until you find another apprenticeship. So I had been looking, like I had to move back to my parents. I had been looking for an apprenticeship. and But because I'd left it so late in the day to decide that's what I wanted to do, it was taking me a little while to figure it out. Anyway, found, I started working with my dad and I was still looking. And he said to me once, he's like, what are you looking for? You're not happy working with me. And I was like, yeah, but I just didn't think you wanted me staying with you this time. He's like, I don't mind. And I was like, oh, yes, absolutely buzzing. I've got the world's best dad. Honestly, like I could not fault him. He is the most supportive person ever and I'm I was pretty much a diva like I am a diva well I don't think I'm a diva I think I just I know what I want and I go after it basically um but yeah no he was so supportive of my personal training on the side he let me have extra time off so I could personal train and yeah he was just an amazing amazing boss 
couldn't couldn't fault him except for when he just didn't explain things very well but being my dad we could hash it out and be fine um so yeah i got my job in the trades doing that then when i went to college so like in the uk we work four days a week with our employer and then we go to college which is not university because i think you call it uni over there um i go i went one day a week to college which is kind of like higher school i guess um and i can remember them saying that the maths you do is going to be like a level level maths and i was like oh my god i literally scraped a pass in math so I went in there and I was like so much older than everybody else. I think I was like 26. Um, so the first year wasn't too much math, just a little bit. And then I can remember when like the math exam started coming in and all the equations and I was like, right, I'm going to have to teach myself all this stuff that I should learn at school. So I sat down and did it. Oh my God, I am so good at maths. Like I had no clue. I absolutely love it. And then it got to the point where I loved it that much. I come home and I was like, oh my God, dad, I think after this, I'm going to do a maths degree. He was like, why? And I was like, just for fun. I was like, I don't even need to use it. I'm just going to do it. I obviously have not done a maths degree because it would cost me like fucking thousands of pounds to go to uni to get that degree. But my goal goal is I do one day would like to get a maths tutor just to like really progress. And I just really enjoy it. I really, really do. And then I was like, I did my personal training qualification as well and I flew through all of that and I was like maybe I'm not stupid maybe the stuff that I was doing in school just didn't interest me so I didn't really work it and the stuff that I'm doing now like I'm a huge nerd right I'm a huge geek now I wouldn't say nerd I take geek I love geeking out on stuff but I like what I like so if it doesn't interest me I'm not going to put the work in for it and I think this is such a big thing that gets caught up in schools so yeah I found out I was pretty smart and um yeah did my qualification absolutely loved it I went to college with a great bunch of lads um I can remember my first day at college so I'd I'd been really really ill and I was late starting college my first day back was my 26th birthday I think 26th or 27th birthday one of them and I was just like oh my god I sat in my car by myself eating lunch and I was just like happy birthday to me (laughs) um but yeah, but a few weeks in, because like I went to college with a mindset like I'm not here to make friends. Like I don't care if nobody likes me. I'm literally here to do this for me. Like I was nearly what eight years older than everybody else. Anyway, I ended up getting on really well with them. Had such a laugh with them. They were a great bunch of lads. Could not complain. Obviously, I was working with my dad and my brother, and we were we were like mainly domestic. We did a bit of commercial work. But yeah, absolutely loved it. And I have been so lucky and so blessed in the fact that I've never come up against sexism in the workplace. Every other tradie that I've worked with has only ever been, like, really helpful, just really nice. Um, and I didn't, like, my dad had always warned me that there was sexism in the industry. Like, so he used to work in London. Obviously, in London, there's is probably a lot more than where I live. Um, well, it is a lot more than where I live. But even when I was going for my apprenticeship and I was meshing people, like, companies around where I live, they were all so encouraging about it and just so, like oh my god this is amazing here's some resources like you can find things here like so so helpful so yeah and it was only when I became a personal trainer and I really like dived into the world of female tradies I found out how much hate some of these female tradies get and it's just like just absolute arseholes are out there honestly I couldn't believe it when they told me and it just makes me thank my lucky stars and just be super grateful and super blessed that I do have that. And like my dad's always said to me, if I did come up against something, he's pretty sure that I'd be able to hold my own and give it back to him, which I'm sure I would. Um, but yeah, so I have, I'm just, oh my God, this is like five minutes of me telling you how fucking lucky I am that I've never had that. <coughs> Excuse me. But yeah, 
So now I've lost my train of thought. Oh my God, it didn't happen on the last podcast. Did not lose my train of thought and now I've lost my train of thought. Okay, so getting into it, I realized how much fitness could benefit my trade role because when you work in the trades, like these are just some little things, but yes, it is a more physical job, okay? No, we are never going to be as strong as men um, just because we are physiologically different. Like it doesn't mean that, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Mm. Like, it doesn't mean I'm sexist for saying that. Like, it is literally just a fact. Men and women are built different physiologically. So, like, in a job where you work in the trades and it is more physical labour, then it does become more noticeable. So, but there's things you can do. So, like, that will help you get stronger. That will help you hold your own. And, like, a lot of the women that I work with in the trade industry, like, a lot of their main goals when they come to me, is like, they don't, they want to be strong enough on site so they don't have to ask for help from these other men. Um, or not from other men, but from, like, other work, their work colleagues. Um, and that is one of the biggest things. And I think as well, because we already know that we're a minority in this field, that we don't want anything that is going to make us even more of a minority. And, like, it can be... It can be really frustrating when you just have to keep asking for help on something. Like, I was super lucky in the fact that I worked with my dad and brother. I had no problems asking, like, if I ever needed any help. Like, we'd be working on a building site. I'd be like, Dad, I need your help <laughs> in front of everybody. Like, it didn't faze me at all. Egypt gave me <laughs> a newfound level of confidence. What can I say? Um, or, or even doing it to my brother. Or, like, I'd be like, oh, I can't do this. I need your help doing this. Like, even at one point, I think I asked my brother to come and pull a cable out because there was a massive spider there. And I just, I couldn't. I tried building myself up and I couldn't. Um, it's just the thought of it getting on me and crawling on me and I can't get it off. Oh, I'm making myself shiver. Anyway, so, yeah, things like this. And also, working in trades, we're always going to be one-sided more dominant than the other. So, like, we're either right-handed or left-handed, unless you're lucky and you're both. But even, like, things, like, for me and my job, pulling cables, I'm always going to be pulling with, like, one hand more than the other. Screwdriver, like, if I'm screwing something up, it's always going to be one hand more than the other. If I'm drilling something, um, if I'm, like, putting something up, I'm always going to be holding it with one hand, doing it with the other. So, yeah, there's going to be, like, muscle muscular imbalances that come out with it as well. And then things such as, like, things that you don't think about, like mobility. The spaces you have to get into sometimes. Like, the lofts that I have crawled through or like had to squat down and things like this and fitness isn't just like working out to lose weight or like doing cardio or just lifting weights like it's a whole host of things so it's like mobility as well and you'll find like when you do lift weights and the stronger you get like your mobility will get better because like you're warming up for it you're doing like mobility exercises for it and you're kind of just like opening up that range of motion so it isn't just like one thing. So like obviously lifting weights can help. It can help balance out those muscular imbalances. It can help you get stronger on site. It can even help you get better because like being in such a physical job can get so tiring. Um, and even though we're on the go all day, if we're not then like looking after ourselves outside and like working out is a form of looking after yourself. Like you're lifting weights like... And when we lift weights, it isn't just building muscles, it's like strengthening our bones, strengthening our joints, like strengthening everything around it. And especially working in trades, like things can get knocked out of place so easily, we can have injuries so easily. So it all has a knock-on effect with this as well. And I think the biggest misconception for people in the trades is like, oh, I don't have to work out, my job's physical enough. But like I said in a past podcast, like your body is super clever, it can adapt to any situation. And if you're doing similar stuff every single day, your body's going to get used to that. And then the energy that you once used, so like when you first start, your body will use more energy getting used to that job. And then after a time, your body's going to be so used to it, it's not going to use as much energy in doing it. 
but also for our mental health as well because like I know I keep saying how lucky I was like working with my dad and brother it also can get a little bit lonely working in the trades like it depends how big your company is it depends how many people you work with but if you are the only female like you may work with a bunch of men and sometimes you may think like you just need like another female to kind of talk to about things like I don't know it's different for everybody for me I didn't get lonely as such but like I worked with my dad and brother like I didn't have the chance to really make friends outside like you would in any other working situation um so yeah so that was like my kind of thing with it and I think as well working out can be an outlet for that it can help us mentally when you're in a gym you're surrounded by other people so it's not just like I'm working with my family I go home I see my family I'm working with my family like I'm still doing this I'm still going out I'm bettering myself and when we work out like because it's going to make us feel better physically and mentally like that will pass over into everything else on site as well um and I think people forget that and also like working out and lifting weights helps minimize the risk of injury and the more physical your job the more risk of injury there is the oh god the amounts of cuts and bruises I came back with I don't think oh god do you want to hear a funny story so I was an apprentice and I was drilling a hole in a ceiling for a downlight so I had the drill bit on and I had it up there now for those of you who have drilled holes in the ceilings you'll know that if you don't get it just so it can catch on like the plasterboard or something and then the, like the drill bit can stop and the drill can whip round anyway so I'm on this ladder in this kitchen doing it thank god nobody else was around anyway I did it this drill came round and smacked me in the face uh, it smacked me in the lip and I think it caught my eye I was petrified that I'd lost a tooth, okay? So, like, one of my biggest phobias is losing a tooth, probably because I have some baby teeth left and they don't have adult teeth underneath them. And, like, from a young age, I've always been told that they'll probably fall out by the time I'm 40. However, my dentist has now told me that he has a guy who's in his 70s who still has a baby tooth. So, there is hope for me yet. But my biggest fear was, like, losing a tooth. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I've lost a tooth. So, like, I've got my tongue in my mouth, like, running my tongue around my teeth, making sure I've not lost them. And I was like, right, okay. And my lip was throbbing a bit. Didn't really think much of it. I was like, we can cope with this. Anyway, I went to finish drilling this hole. I fucking did it again, didn't I? But this time it proper cracked me. Like, how I didn't lose a tooth, I have no idea. It cracked me. Anyway, my mouth was bleeding. I said to my dad, like, can I say this? I was like, dad, I was like, I've cut my lip. I've got to go, like, to the van, have a look. Um, So I went out to the van. Anyway... There's a bit of blood, but there's no swelling. Eye looks okay. By the time we leave, I'm getting a bright shiner under my eye. So I had a black eye. I've never had a black eye in my life. I had a black eye. And my lip is just getting fatter and fatter to the point where I'm trying to talk. But, my like, and then my dad's laughing at me because he didn't realise how bad it was. Um, and I'm laughing as well. But I can't laugh without being in pain because my lip's that fat. It won't go over my teeth properly. So I'm having to like move my lips manually to then be able to laugh. But yeah, that was, that was my worst injury. I think, I don't think I've had like another really, really bad one. But honestly, once like, because I'd been working out already, I found some stuff easier, but it was only when uh, we were doing this one job and I was like up in the attic, right in the eaves and I had to really get down low and like they've got all this fiberglass insulation which is absolutely vile stuff and um I didn't want it on me because once it's on you you just itch for the whole day so I'm trying to squat down and I was like oh my god my mobility is so bad and like I'm super flexible but mobility is different so I was like I'm gonna have to really start working on my mobility so every morning then not every morning but like um every time before I worked out I would do a five minute mobility session 
and oh my god the difference it made was just insane and also like when I started in the gym I had a huge muscular imbalance within my shoulders like I think I had physio on it um and they said it was a 26% muscular imbalance so working that out and then like getting both shoulders as strong as each other was like another big thing for me but I hand on heart say it fully helped me with my job and it made me feel better as well like I wasn't as tired at the end of the day because my body my body (laughs) my body (laughs) oh god that's cracked me up my body was in a much better condition than it had been so like yes I work out for aesthetic reasons as well like because I want to look good I want to feel good in myself but also for these reasons where it really really helped my job and it helped me in the trades and like the one biggest thing for me when I started my fitness journey or like to be fair I don't think it was when I started my fitness journey I think it was around the time like I was in the trades and I was working out and somebody said to me like why do you work out and I was just like why do I work out like surely it's not just so I can look good um that sounds really big-headed didn't it like can I just clarify like I wasn't happy with how I looked at the time of working out um but I was like surely that's not my main focus because I want to be able to look good like and there's nothing wrong with that if there is like don't get me wrong like I think the biggest thing for me was like I wanted to feel better in myself because I wanted the confidence for myself like um but the other thing was I had seen my nan as she got older she was like less and less able and it was things like she would try and get up out of her armchair and she really had to like rock back and forth and push herself up and then in the end, she'd like, she fell over and um, I think she broke her hip or her knee. She had to have a hip replacement or knee replacement and that. But before that, she was pretty fit for an 80-year-old. Um, and I was just like, I saw her go downhill after like her mobility got worse, her strength got worse. And I was like, I never, ever want to be in that position. When I get to like 70 years old or 80 years old, I want to be doing everything that I'm doing now. And that's when, like, my focus on it changed. And that's when that became, like, my main motivation for working out and for doing it. And, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I still work out for aesthetics. I still work out. Like, I work out bodybuilder style because I like to be able to build my body in such a way that I like the look of it and I feel confident in it as well. But my main motivator is so the older I get, I can still do everything that I'm doing now. Like, I don't want to be somebody who struggles to get up off the floor. And, like, working in a trade, it can bugger your knees up. Like, I don't want to be somebody who has, like, a frozen shoulder or who can't, like, move their arms or who doesn't have the strength to do something. Like, I want to be able to do all of these things myself. Maybe it's, like, a thing with, like, don't really want to get old. But I'm not really too fussed about getting old. Um, So maybe it's because of that, though, because I feel good in myself and I feel fit and I feel able that I can still do all of those things. But, yeah, so that's, like, my whole TED Talk on why a trainee should be into fitness and not just have their job as their fitness. But I hope you enjoyed my absolute life story of becoming a tradie and what it was like. Little little bits of it. Um, and yeah, so if there are any female tradies listening to this um, and you want to work with me, please get in touch. You can find me on Instagram at the female tradies coach or I will put a form in the description bit that you can have a look at. But that is it from me today. A bit of a longer one. So I hope that you're still here with me at the end and I will see you again soon.